Hey guys, welcome back to the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode. This episode was originally an episode of the Faith Mariah Morning Show, which is my new Instagram live show I do every Tuesday and Thursday over on my Instagram page. I interview really awesome people. It's a really fun way to start the day. I would love to have you over there and come be a part of that with us as well. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will talk to you soon. Hi guys. Good morning. It's the Faith Mariah Morning Show. I'm going to hang out with Caroline today. I'm excited to talk to you and hear what's been up. I haven't talked to you in so long. So Caroline was on the podcast. If you guys go to the Blogging Breakthroughs podcast, like years ago. Like, I feel like it was like two years ago or something that we did that. I'm like, everything right now, even like just life in general. I'm like, yeah, that was last year. And then I'm like, well, wait. No, <laughs> it's like, it wasn't. For a time vortex. It's like, what year is it? Where are we? What is happening? <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that. Like, I was talking about like going to a conference, and I was like, yeah, I haven't seen you since last year. I'm like, wait, <laughs> last year happened. Like, last it was just year. One- yeah, 2020 is like the dark year. <laughs> it's like it's the, the year, year that didn't happen. I heard somebody say that, and I was like, yes. That's what it is. I sat in my house literally for almost a whole year. It was so intense. I was just like, oh my God. I almost like lost yeah. my actual mind. You gotta introduce yourself because I don't know if everybody oh, knows yeah. what's going here. Hi guys. <laughs> so hi, I'm Caroline of CarolineBensel.com. I have a blog where I teach women all about making money, saving money. Um, and now I have a new section of my business where I'm helping people create templates to create products to market them to learn about how to market them and sell things um so yeah that's kind of what I do and I've been blogging since I'm an internet dinosaur it's 2015 I'm an actual internet dinosaur I've been blogging since 2015 yeah things are so much even in the last I've been online I think five years and yeah everything is I feel like every year everything is different which is actually I think it's fun I know people get really frustrated but I'm like I don't know I think it's kind of fun that like Pinterest doesn't work as well and we have to figure out other things and all these things. You guys have to get on Caroline's email list. I read like one of your sales emails the other day. It was so good. I was like, damn. I follow certain people just to read their copy and you write really good sales emails. So you guys have to get on Caroline's email list and creep her copywriting. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm like, I always like want to see what everybody's doing. (laughs) I do the same thing. I cannot tell you. I just actually today, I was like, you know, I have so many emails that come in because I do the exact same thing. Yeah, I'm like, I creep on people's copy. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what is it that you're doing? What makes me feel something? Pro tip, that's how I learned how to actually like write selling emails that weren't like, you should buy my stuff and then run away. <laughs> and like, that was it. Because true story. That was my first like, like this is for you. You should buy it. Bye. Like, that's what we do, though. When we first start selling things, we're like, I made this. Buy it please like and then it's like sad and desperate and then you, you know, learn it's totally fine like I don't need it's fine if you don't buy it I don't I care. <laughs> that's what I was I thinking. have lost count of how many times I had said that in my copies of sales emails like if you don't want to buy it that's totally fine I get it I'm such a pain asking you to give me money like how dare I but well, yeah me- obviously things have changed <laughs> talk about women and money because I went through this also just as someone that I grew up like in poverty and lived in poverty and then like running a successful business and it was so hard like the whole like money mindset and money block thing was like so real for me for such a long time and doing sales was like it triggering like impossible (laughs) yeah I know it's like people like me don't deserve to have money 
who would buy from little old me? And we carry that around in our coffee. It's like that insecurity that, you know, we can feel, but the second that other people can perceive it, they're like, something's off here and they're just not gonna watch. Watch, listen, hear what you have to say, buy your stuff. Because they're like, you don't even believe in this. So how can I believe in this if you don't believe in it? And when somebody told me that, I was like, all right, carry that confidence with you as you're writing your sales copy, your social promos, everything, your sales page, the whole shebang, because it does change. It's crazy. I think it's so true. And one of my business coaches always says like, she says doubt is like BO in sales. Like, it's like people like know if you have it, like they just can tell. <laughs> like, and like, everybody knows if you have like sales BO. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, and here's something else. Like, so we're both a little woo woo. Like we're both kind of like, there's I'm a vibe. It, I'm in it. I was like, uh, I did like a full moon, like prayer the other night. I'm, I'm all the way. <laughs> I put out moon water last night. I was like, I kept forgetting to do it. So I just have like these jars on my front porch. And I'm like, I got them before my husband saw them because I think he's going to actually commit me. <laughs> but all that to say, so like, I keep telling people who I, in like my coaches, in my Facebook lives, in like trainings that I do, they're like, if you're in a vibe, in a mental headspace of like, this isn't good, this product is good but I feel wrong asking people to pay for it I'm not sure about the pricing I don't know how to talk about it I don't even know if it's going to help my people in the way that I want it to if you have that in your head even if you're like all right let's make some good emails it's gonna come out in the way that you talk about your stuff online yeah. and like I talk about it to your people I see this manifest a lot in the women that I coach it manifests yeah, right. into confusion. So it's like yeah. when they doubt their product and they don't think their stuff is good or they don't think they're good, I can always tell it's like people try to bridge doubt with strategy. And so those are the people that mm. are like, how many times should I be posting on Instagram? Like what exactly yep. should I be saying? Like, I don't know how to write yeah. a sales email. I need, to t I need you to tell me yeah. I put in a sales email. <clears throat> and I'm always like, I could tell right away when people are asking me those types of questions, they're trying to bridge, they're trying to bridge doubt with strategy where they're like, I don't yep. think my product is that good. I don't think I'm that good. I yeah. I certainly like, don't pay me anything. Right. And then they're like, yeah, well, let me figure out if I figure out the perfect strategy, it will work. And I'm like, it will never work. Like if you don't believe in what you're doing and you don't back yourself, even if I give yeah. you every single thing like we do in a launch, it's just not going to work for you. That's really so freaking true. I have so many people. So I have a membership group for kind of like beginner bloggers, then I have a more advanced one, but the membership of the beginners, something that we constantly see is exactly that. It's like, how often should I post? No, exactly. Now, when you <laughs> said how to, you need to write a blog post, how many words, how long should I spend? How many times do, or how many hours should I spend on graphics? Exactly where do I host a product if I wanna give it away as a PDF? But they said a URL, I don't know how to do, it's like you guys <laughs> it's confusion i always i'm always on this rant where i'm like confusion is a choice you have to decide not to be confused i'm just like you're not fucking confused <laughs> so like, true story <laughs> so i say confused people don't buy that's literally like my tagline i like i want to tattoo it across my forehead because whenever i hear somebody who's like i didn't have a good lunch and i'm like 
Do you even know how you broach this product with your people? Did you decide that you wanted to make a product and didn't actually figure out if you have an audience who wants to buy that product? Like there's so many different things. Or did you just email them once? Like I made this, I spent so many hours making it. Here it is, come buy it. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then never talk about it again. And then they're like, but I had a flop of a launch. It's like, let's break this down. Yeah. But you're totally right. If you cause confusion, like in yourself, it will cause confusion with your people and confuse people. Don't buy your products, won't sign up for your email list, won't subscribe to your YouTube channel, follow you on Facebook, whatever it is. Yeah, I, totally that. I always say, I think clarity creates magnetism. So when you're clear and you're powerful and you believe in what you're doing, that creates magnetism where people want to buy and like want to be yeah. around you. Megan put a little comment. She said, I'm so confident that my stuff can help people. I just have some hangups about how I'm supposed to help people for free. <laughs> Megan, do you mean like you have hangups about like you should be doing your your paid products for free is that what you mean like you should be running for free megan also runs like a really in-depth like group coaching program also so like that's you, awesome. that literally wouldn't work for free <laughs> no no i was actually having a conversation about like creating a physical product so i always keep mine right here as a visual aid because i always talk about it this is my like tripwire look at the size of this thing i give it away for seven dollars it's crazy it's a budget binder do you know how many people have budget binders that they give away for free on the internet? If I had gone and listened to everybody else who was like, just give it away for free on the internet. This thing makes me like $3,000 a month. That's so awesome. It's a tripwire. It's not something physical, but I'm not giving it away for free. I would give away one page of it for free because it's still really helpful. But at the end of the day, like your time is valuable. Your energy is valuable. Your knowledge is valuable. There's nothing wrong with charging for that. And being in close proximity to somebody who is like, you are where your people want to be, right? Like as a coach, you are where your people who are in your programs want to be. That's why they hire you. You need to charge for that. Your knowledge, your access to you is so important and so potent too. Like my entire life changed when I hired a coach for the first time. It was obnoxious, by the way. I was like, I could have been so far ahead had I just paid for a freaking coach. Crazy. Somebody else says, I feel <laughs> you and I constantly undersell my stuff and barely make a profit because not wanting to oversell. I see this a lot too, where women price their shit way too low and because the, they don't want to do sales and they don't want to do marketing. So they're like, right. I will make this super cheap and then everyone will mm -hmm. buy it. it. Oh yeah. Like hashtag does not work, you guys. It does mm -hmm. not work like that, right? Because it's the you, craziest thing. Like, you have to market it and explain why it's valuable, right? And you have to tell them why they need it and tell them why it's a good deal. And if you don't do that, they don't know. Mm -hmm. People are like, I'll price it low and people will know it's such a good deal. And yeah. it's like, they don't know if you don't do the marketing, right? Mm -mm. So people try to like undercut their price because they don't want to have to pitch. I had a conversation with somebody about like a product that we bought and it was like, an amazing course the videos were fantastic but it, like one of the big selling points that they were highlighting was like and we have this workbook that goes along with it and it was literally like a microsoft doc and it was like times new roman at the top of each like header and it was just notes and the pages were blank and i was sitting there and i was like do i feel bad for buying this course no because the videos were so transformative do i think that they could have put a little bit more effort into the pdf <laughs> of course but at the same time it's like 
I'm not going to come around to this person and be like, how dare you? I pay good money for this. And like, this is so cheaply. No, at the end of the day, your knowledge is still worth money. Like, that's a really big thing is that we just have to keep remembering that our knowledge is, in fact, something that people want. They want to learn from us. They want to have the experiences that we have had. And how do we help them do that? By teaching them. Yeah. You charge for it. <laughs> I think it's interesting, too, that women struggle so much with this because I really feel like I feel like women are conditioned to do unpaid labor. And I feel like women yep. are taught, like, to be a good woman. Like, don't ask for anything for yourself and, like, do everything for everyone else and, like, you know, it's kind of like I had this when yeah. I started my business where it was like, you don't have to pay me. Like, it's fine. Like, if I make a little money, that's okay. But it's not about the money. And, like, I don't need to make a lot of money. And, like, it's not about me. Like, and it's like, yep. why not? Like, why wouldn't I be paid for my knowledge? Like, why would I not right. be paid for my time and energy? Right? But I yeah. kind of internalize all that messaging without realizing it. I think you're completely right. And I think one of the things that, like, you were just talking about with, like, lowering the price that's part of our like, oh, there's no way that I could charge high ticket, whatever that means to you, high ticket, if that's the above $10,000, above 1000, or above 500, above 100. If in your head, you're like, I couldn't charge high ticket, I'll just keep lowering my price until people buy it. I've yeah. seen that so many times. They're like, this is like a $500 course. But you know, I'm feeling like $1 sounds good, because I can't charge that much for like, that's just wrong. But here's the thing. Nobody will buy it still. It's not the price that changes it. It's always about the marketing. So much of what we do as online entrepreneurs, as online business owners, as freaking bloggers, by the way, it's like 90% marketing. It's so not about the writing a blog post or the actual program that you have. It's all about how you position it for people, who you put it in front of, how you tell them about it, how you grow your audience. And all we're taught about is like, write a blog post. Here's how you do SEO, which I guess is technically kind of like marketing because you're growing your audience from it. But like at the same time, it's like it's so long though. That's what I'm like. You can make, yeah. it can make a profit for sure. If you have enough people, yeah. website, like you can make money, but it's like, it takes people so long. And I'm like, you don't need that many people. Like I just get me like, I'm like, get me a hundred people that care about what you're saying. And like, I can help you make money. Like, oh, but, yeah. but we have to have the right people. Right. And what you're saying, oh, yeah. position, right. In the market. Megan says, when your mission is to do good, it can feel manipulative to charge for that good. What do you think about that? Ooh, that's an interesting idea. Honestly, I have felt that because like I have a course for many people. So backstory, my money audience, my people who I initially started talking to, they're all frugal. They're all living on one income. It's usually a lower income. And so my whole idea is I will just vomit free stuff for them. The problem is, think about it this way, guys. How many free downloads do you have in your inbox, right? Or in your downloads folder that you have never opened? Oh, I'm the queen of this. I always sign up for everybody's challenges. I'm like all their like social media challenges. <laughs> I, I never do them ever. I don't think mm -mm. I've done one ever. And I sign up. No, <laughs> I know. So think about how many things you have that you've gotten for free. Have you ever done them? No, I maybe did like one or two. And I was like, this was great. And ironically enough, those are the people who I wound up spending money for their coaching or their courses or whatever. But at the same time, it's like you can give away your stuff for free, but do people actually use them? Do yeah, people actually show up? Do they benefit from it? No. Megan, this is great for you to think about. It's like 
like, do you really want to make an impact, right? And I realized if I really was serious about impacting people and changing the way women think about their business and think about themselves and getting women to make money, if I meant that, if that was real to me, I had to get them to be able to invest because I could I can't yeah. give you the result if you are not in, investing the money because you don't show no. up the same, right? And I no. sometimes too, people will come in from the podcast. I say the same shit everywhere, by the way. People will come in from the podcast and come into the mastermind and they're like, oh my God, like, it's like they have all these breakthroughs because they just spent a thousand dollars to be in there for the year, right? And then they go into it's like crazy. Like level coaching, which is $2,000 for 90 days. And they come in there and they're like, oh my God. And they have all these breakthroughs because they're more yeah. invested, right? Yeah. When I can, yeah. I'm paying $20,000 for a life coach school certification, it's like, I'm on every call, like taking notes, like studying so yeah. hard, right? Because it was expensive. If that cost yeah. $20, I wouldn't become a better coach. So the investment is equal to transformation. That's what I would say to think about. Oh, yeah. This was something that um, I remember my dad teaching me before I went to college. Now, granted, looking back on it, it was a little bit like half truth because they did, we didn't actually have any money. Um, but he was like, I want you to pay for your college. Now, granted, I got a lot of scholarships, grants, et cetera. So it was like $5,000 or something. Oh it was God. like nothing. I, I went to like a, I have so much debt. <laughs> I went to a state school and then I got pregnant. So <laughs> that's the size of I got pregnant in freshman year. Bad decisions abounding. But... But he said to me, he's like, I want you to pay for your school because you'll have more skin in the game. You'll be more invested in it. And I remember yeah, throwing free analogy, like the kids that I threw a bit versus if you're <laughs> paying for that, you're much more invested. That's a great analogy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went, I knew so many people whose parents paid for their school, which to me is like crazy because they went to places like, you know, Penn State. I'm like $40,000 a year. Yeah, I don't even have a frame of reference. So anyway, um, but I was like, I got pregnant, but I finished my freshman year with a 4.0. It really just came back to like, I'm appreciative of that lesson. And that it, that was only $5,000, not like $50,000 of that. But like, at the same time, like, we care about what we pay for. What we pay for is what we like, actually put our value in. Like, I tell people all the time in my money stuff, like, if you want me to tell you what's the most important to you, show me your budget. And I can tell you without ever speaking to you what is important to you because you'll be spending your money on it. Like, yeah. is it going to McDonald's? Is it getting takeout? Is it going to Target? Is it going shopping on Amazon? Like, I can tell all of those things are important to you by where you spend your money. And for whatever reason, as business owners, as content creators, as marketers, as coaches, we don't see that for ourselves. We're like, no, people will just listen to what I have to say. And it's bad for me to help them if I charge. People value what they pay for. Yeah. And Megan, I would say, too, like, I think especially for you and, and Taylor, too, goes through this, right? I think you guys are like, I. it would be really comfortable for you guys to give everything away for free. But that's more about you, right? Because you're like, I'm giving away yep. so much stuff for free. And now I feel good about myself. And I feel like I can be a good person and I can validate myself through what I'm yeah. giving away. And you're using that to validate and feel good about you, but you're being less impactful for your audience. So what's more important to you? Validating yeah. yourself and feeling like, oh, I'm like good. And I'm like, mm -hmm. everybody like, look at me, I'm doing like all this generous work or actually getting people results and being impactful and being someone 
you know, I'm like, I always want to be someone where people message me like years later and they're like, I need to tell you, like, you changed my life, right? That's like my goal. And yeah. if you want that to happen, if you want to be impactful, you go to Caroline saying, it's like, they have to be invested. The money, the yeah. money makes people show up different. It just does. It's just mm-hmm. how our human brains work. It's just what and we- it's crazy when it happens. Cause like, we feel crazy saying it. And I'm sure that there is somebody who is watching this right now going, Oh, that is so greedy. That is so something that somebody who just wants to make money says, guys, this is the honest to goodness truth. You can disagree if you want. That's totally fine. But we have seen this happen. I'm probably guessing we have both seen this happen over and over again. Somebody who's like, nope, 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 nope. They invest in something and they're like, oh my gosh, this changed my life. And it's like, I've been making these videos and posting them on YouTube for years. Yeah, the free, free. Content, the free content will never be as impactful as the paid offer because people hear it different and they're invested in seeing it different and getting the result at a different level. Someone says, how did yep. you, both of you first get started? How did you were doing personal finance the whole time, weren't you? Or what did you start with? Um, I actually started, oh, this is a fun story. I started with a mom blog. I was confident that what I was going to do was I was just going to talk about homeschooling our kids and like it was like 2015 so like the whole personal blog thing was still a thing at that point in time where you could have like you know lifestyle posts and sprinkled in with some like pinterestable content but it was very much like clickbait titles and like stories about your personal life were very very popular um and so I started doing that I did not like it. I tried so hard to make myself into Susie freaking homemaker. And that was when I was like, oh, girl, it was bad. I was like, let's do crafts. And then like five minutes into it, I have four children. At the time, it was three sons. Um, And I was like, I'm going to pluck every hair off of my head if this doesn't end very quickly. I did not like being a Pinterest stay-at-home mom. Um, And so that was kind of when... About six months after I started my blog, I realized that there was like this common thread that I was constantly talking about, which was frugality, money, finances, like how you could save some money, get a good deal on something. And I was like, oh, I don't want to talk about mom stuff. I want to talk about money. And so that was kind of how that started. (laughs) I'm always like yelling at everyone to niche down. Did you find like when you picked something like more specific, it was helpful to growing the business? Oh, yeah. Two months after that, I had a post go viral for the first time. I was getting like 3,000 page views a month. And this was when Pinterest was positive. When Pinterest was good, um, I had a post that went viral and I went from like 100 page views a day to 14,000. Crazy. And oh my God. It was insane. Imagine. Oh my God. <laughs> it was insane. I actually do not recommend that to people. I know everybody says that they want a viral post. I was not ready. I was not ready. I was still with freaking AdSense. Like it was <laughs> terrible. I had the join my newsletter opt-in box in my sidebar. Like it was so bad. I was not ready. And then like two months later, the great Pinterest crash, the initial great Pinterest crash occurred and all that traffic went away. And I was like at like a hundred thousand page views a month, which is still awesome and everything. But like, it was not the 300,000 that it was. Um, and so all of the traffic went away and I was like, I have nothing to show for this. I had no way, like, yeah, my email list grew, 
But like out of 14,000 page views a day, I was maybe getting 20 people to sign up for my email list. Maybe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so do as I say, not as I did. <laughs> yeah, Don't do I mean, that. I think we all learn the hard way, right? Like I've learned a lot of those lessons too. This is why I coach, I coach a lot of people to like start with their product and figure out what they want to sell. And then I'm like, and then build an audience. Cause that way, if you get more people, it's going to make you more money. I'm always like, what is the yeah. point of going to get all these people if it's not going to make you more money, right? It's like, yeah. You know, and that's how you know you have an actual business. It's like if more people come into your world, does that do yep. anything for your bottom line? And if not, like you have a yeah. real problem with your business model. You need to fix. <laughs> I'm telling you, like the way that I think both of us were in kind of like the same classes on blogging. And the way that we were taught was like write blog posts until your eyes bleed. Yeah. And then make a freebie to get people onto your list. Yep, and then exactly eventually, I, exactly I like, I'm a real, like, I did exactly that. I wrote so many blog posts, my first literally blog post, hundreds of posts on it. It's crazy. Until your eyes bleed, you write a blog post every People single like, day. hundred posts as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what it was for whatever reason. Like that was like this, this specific like number in the universe of like get a hundred posts and then your blog will be successful. And it's like, that's not exactly how it works like, that's not exactly how it works like it doesn't just like the internet knows like oh, faith got to 100 posts let's tell everybody about her yeah. like that's not really how it like, works magically gonna be money in the bank account somehow even though there's like there's oh. nothing to buy there's no like there's nothing like happening but somehow there will be money in the bank account oh yeah <laughs> and let's not forget we were also taught to ignore social media completely yeah like yeah. never so much i'm like I have one of the girls in my mastermind, like she built an email list of like 6,000 people for free on TikTok. And it's all like new moms. It's so awesome. I know. I'm like, this to me is like the way that the internet, and again, everything changes from year to year. It will be different. Nothing. The oh yeah. Work, like I'm always like the things that we're doing right now, I just assume won't work in six months. I'm like, you have to yeah. be very adaptable to be in this space because the platforms are changing all the time. And if all you're attached to like your strategy and things being the same, you are not going to make it in the space. No. Because, like Pinterest doesn't care. Like Instagram doesn't care <laughs> about you or your business. Or I, I constantly like when, when somebody's like, okay, so I really want to grow a Facebook page. And I'm like, but why? So often it comes back to a vanity metric. Like, well, I saw that this big blogger who's been blogging since 2008 has a million likes on Facebook. I would love to have that. And it's like, okay, first off, Facebook was way different in 2008. And it was really easy to get likes on Facebook. Why are you trying to grow Facebook? Because I know I've checked out those other pages that like were the mega pages. I looked at them like they have posts that they post like every hour or whatever, they might have two likes. So their reach is the same. So it used to be like, no. if you had a page and you were posting consistently, Facebook would show so everyone following you. And now it's pay to play. And all of these platforms right. are pay to play, by the way. I'm always like, you guys have like a real little window right now with Reels and TikTok where they will show your stuff for free. It will not be that. It will be pay to play, <laughs> like Instagram, just like Facebook. The organic yep. reach is not gonna stay forever. Just like Pinterest is moving that way, I think, too. What are your thoughts on Pinterest? I, I saw know. someone asking, they were asking about, is Pinterest bad? <laughs> what do you Kill think? me! Like, Kill me, Pinterest! 
a chicken little person. Like, I do not like to be like, this guy is stalling everybody, panic. Like, that doesn't do anybody any good. Like, it just doesn't. Um, Pinterest getting bought by PayPal, I think, is really, like, potentially, allegedly, getting bought by PayPal. Um, I think that it's really fascinating. What I want to point out, by the way, so we've all heard by now that Pinterest is in talks about getting bought by PayPal. Like this just happened yesterday kind of thing. Yeah. So I read a bunch of like super, I'm a nerd. Like this is worth mentioning. I'm like a super nerd. So I read a bunch of different like articles from like Bloomberg and CNBC um, and business insider and whatever, all about Pinterest and like how this is going to be so great and how PayPal is doing so many great things. But the important thing that I took away was the way that Pinterest positioned itself as being like helping people by providing idea pins and shoppable pins and how great that was for Pinterest to do. While all of us who put content on Pinterest are like, I hate idea pins. I hate shoppable pins. Like user experience on Pinterest is in the toilet. Like people, like normal people, have conversations in like mom groups on Facebook, they're like tearing Pinterest to shred. It's, yeah, it's really all, it's interesting. All, it's all advertisement, right? It's like, why would you want to go yeah. to the of like ads? It's like not, it's not as engaging as it, as it was. And Pinterest is no. really, I'm like, stay in your lane, Pinterest. Like I saw they're like trying to come for TikTok now. There's like a whole feed of like videos. I'm like, what are, like, what are you actually doing? Like pick a, pick a thing. <laughs> Pinterest has tried stories. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And it's so funny, the truest thing that I heard, I can't remember who I heard it from, but it was about like Pinterest trying to do like stories. And they're like, nobody builds relationships with bloggers or content creators via Pinterest. Like they might show up to your blog, but they have no recollection that they have ever been to your blog or even followed you. A thousand things, right? So it's like, yeah, I'm like a million. Yeah. And they come, that's why the bounce rate is so high on Pinterest traffic because they're like, Looking at this, looking at that, looking at this. Mm -hmm. So I used yeah. to get, I think when I was like really, really going hard, I was like getting close to like 200,000 page views a month, but the bounce rate was crazy. It was like people were on my site for like 30 seconds and I was yeah. getting a lot of email subscribers for sure. Mm -hmm. But like what you're saying, like not all subscribers are equal. The people that mm -hmm. are in my Facebook group are much more valuable than people that just sign up for my email list from Pinterest. Like, by a lot like it's it's not oh, yeah. close right so yeah. you need so many of those people to make the same amount of money stay in your it's lane. so true stay in your lane guys stay in your lane pinterest yeah but it's well, so true like the difference in like the quality of subscribers all subscribers are not created equal like that sounds really really terrible but the way that you get your traffic and the way that you get your subscribers is indicative of if they will join your programs if they will continue to give your money, you money, or if they're going to just be like sitting there on your list, taking up space, never ever buying anything from you. That's the honest to goodness truth. Like you have to make sure that you are very intentional with the freebies that you're offering to people to grow your list. Because like, it would be so easy. Um, I know that you have a blog. Is it the one about mental health, right? Yeah. Like it would be so easy. Selling it. I haven't updated yeah. it for a year. So I paid yeah. it. I started in, and it's interesting because I started in mental health. I talk about the exact same things I talk about now. I talk about mindset. I actually just had a podcast come out today about managing your business with depression. If you guys go listen to the Radical Transformation podcast, which I was doing five years ago, I talk about the exact same things I coach on in the mastermind. I just yep. changed my target audience. 
So I was yep. like, I don't want to coach people with depression and anxiety. And I had this website that was my top like ranking post was like a post about I hate my life. And I was like, I don't want to coach these people. Like, I don't like working with them. I they're, mm-hmm. they, like, they're so stuck. They need like serious therapy. Um, mm-hmm. not who, and I've like struggled with this myself. So it's like super triggering for me to work with them. I don't want to talk about depression. Yeah. Ever. So I literally talk about the exact same things, but to a different market. I just talk to business owners yeah. about mindset, it's, it, which is really interesting, yeah. but it just goes to show like, you know, it does matter. Like where you position yourself in the market and who you want to attract and who you want to work with. I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) I don't think any of us have any idea what we're doing in the beginning. It's all just kind of like figuring it out. Just kind of like, you know, like who I was or what I wanted to teach, like, let alone like where I wanted to put my business, position my business in the market or any of that. Like I had no, yeah, absolutely no idea. And then the other thing that happened to me too is, you know, I think the way we were taught, there was a lot of like traffic grabbing going on. So it'd be like, if you oh, got yeah. that people were paying attention to, you would make a whole bunch of posts related to that. But it's like, those people aren't necessarily buyers. They aren't necessarily <laughs> going to do anything for your bottom line. They aren't necessarily <laughs> going to buy from you. And so then what you're saying you end up with a whole bunch of people on your list, but it's yep. not necessarily profitable. I see this a lot with people that do recipes, right? People that like yeah. get like people to sign up for recipes and they have these huge email lists. They'll come to me with like, you know, 20,000 people on an email list. But like those people aren't buyers. They don't know who they yeah. are. They don't want to buy anything. They signed up to get a free recipe and they're yeah. not worth very, that list is not worth as much. Yeah. And I think that that's a really good point, by the way. If you wound up starting your blog and you're like kind of, we all start really broad, I think, with our blogs where we're like, I'll just talk about whatever I feel like talking about and it'll just work. Everybody's niching down. I'm like, whenever I have to coach people on that, I'm like, you're not going to like this. (laughs) You're not going to like this. (laughs) I know. And you know what, though? It is the best possible thing. It is the best possible thing. Because when you try to attract everybody, when you try to be like that thing for everybody, you wind up not being that thing for anybody. Like, oh, this was a nice post. Nothing changes in their life. They move on. They leave your blog. And like, that's the end of it. I used to say like, you're not chocolate. You're you're not chocolate. You can't make everybody happy. I actually met somebody who does not like chocolate. Like, it (laughs) makes her nauseous. And I was like, (gasps) oh. I can no longer use chocolate as an example here because I've met somebody who doesn't like chocolate. It blew my mind, but it's so true. Even for business, like you are not that thing for everybody and that's okay. You just need to be that thing for your perfect people. That's the biggest thing. When you niche down, it's just so much easier to do your marketing because you're like, I solve this specific problem for this specific person and I talk about these things and it makes everything so much it just makes the marketing so much easier to do for your product and for your offers. It Um, really does. It makes your life easier when you niche down and then you don't have to just keep creating content a million times over again. Yeah, totally. Emily says that's totally what I did with my DIY blog. So many email subscribers because I was giving everything away for free and I ended up paying for my list instead of making money from them. Yeah. I've been crushing with her blog lately. She just did a summit that was really cool all about how to teach women. She teaches women how to use power tools, which I think is like so cool. Like do like big scale kind of DIY projects, which I think is really bad. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool. Holy cow. Yeah. She's crushing it. 
But anyway, well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Why don't you, where, where can people find you? Because I'm sure people are going to want to follow you and be in your world. How can they follow you? Thank you. Um, so I do have a blog. It's carolinevensel.com. You can follow me on Instagram at carolinevensel. I've gotten really into TikTok somehow. Don't ask me how it happened. I, um, but I, like, I still don't have my footing in that genre. I feel like I'm like, I don't know how this works. I just, <laughs> I'm like, I really started and like, you can see, go back guys, it's a true story. Go back and watch all my TikTok videos because they start off really terrible. That's <laughs> my plug. On here, but someone on the call the other night was like, like, oh my God, I saw Taylor's videos and they're so good and mine suck. And I'm like, you've done two videos and she's done like 500. <laughs> it's like, go scroll all yeah. the way back to her first two videos. Like you can um, your first two videos <laughs> to her like videos that she's doing nine months into using the platform. Like that's just not yep. fair. <laughs> no, like seriously, if you guys want like a really good confidence booster, go find your favorite blog and go to like their last page of blog posts. <laughs> and look at what they were writing about when they first started go to my blog if you want to <laughs> stalk that it's terrible spoiler my alert first, anyway everything i made do was what super ugly like all like everything <laughs> like, oh my gosh it was design oriented so it was all just ugly <laughs> i see i love graphics but what i had the problem with was over designing and so like on a pin and true story i used to spend like a half an hour on a single pin and like you can look at the beginning and the end and be like you moved one thing like a quarter of a centimeter to the right like what were you doing for an hour but yeah, either like, way i'm for so sure what i need to be doing though. this is very important <laughs> This is very important. That and posting the Facebook page once every hour. <laughs> that was very important at the time. But um, so yes, on Instagram and TikTok, all over the internet, I think I'm just at Caroline Bunzel. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, everybody go follow her. Caroline's the best. I love having you on. And thanks for hanging out and giving us all your Absolutely. I love like, I feel like you're such a reference of like, knowledge. And you have oh, thank you. generous with your experience, right? I think you really valuable for you guys just starting to hang out around people like Caroline that have been on the internet for a while and like have been able to build a really sustainable business. Oh, yeah. Not everyone is able to do that. So yeah, go follow Caroline. Thanks for hanging yeah. out. And yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And Caroline's Canva tips are fire. <laughs> oh, they are. Yeah. That was what I was going to say was like, if you go back to my TikTok, all my old videos are like, oh, fringe. But my newer stuff, I did something. Um, I did a TikTok tutorial last week, and it went kind of viral. I think that it's safe to say that it went viral, at least viral for me. So I used to have like 400 followers six days ago, and now I have 2,100. That's so fun. That's what I I'm love. Like, I think it's so fun that it's so viral. Like, there's just no other platform that has that kind of organic reach. For free, you guys. Yeah. Get free advertising for your business. Like, truly. Oh, like, yeah. selling videos <laughs> of you to tons of people for free. It's so awesome. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like that with Instagram Reels, too. And you can repurpose your TikToks into Reels. Yeah. Her Instagram <laughs> is Caroline Vinsel, right? They're asking what you're Yeah, doing. it's just at Caroline Vinsel. Okay. No spaces. And pencil is, or it's, pencil is spelled like pencil, but with a V. I like that. <laughs> like, this is how you spell my name. <laughs> I, and you'd be amazed how many people still put like a Z in there. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Some of us are spelling challenged, okay? <laughs> Not all of our gifts. <laughs> for hanging out. I hope you have a great day. Let's hang out more. Yeah. I really miss you. I'm, okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to talk to you very quickly about the Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind. The Mastermind is an offer I created for you to get affordable business coaching. Business coaching changed my life, changed my business, and I really believe helped me get on the path to start making six figures online. The problem with business coaching is that it can be very, very expensive. So I created this offer for new bloggers to get business coaching from me at a crazy affordable price. You get a coaching call every single week. We get on Zoom. I can talk to you about any problems you have in your business, any questions you have with your business. So you'll never be stuck. You always have a resource. You always have me as a mentor to help you throughout the entire process of building your business. Besides the Zoom coaching calls, you also get a private Facebook Live every single week. I sit in the live and answer every single question from every single member of the mastermind. So you have two chances every single week to get mentored by me, get all of your questions answered. And honestly, I really think it is priceless. The doors are closed right now, but make sure you get on the wait list and we will notify you when it opens. I would love to have you inside. You can find the wait list and all the details at faithmariah.com. I hope you guys have a great day.